Teachers of Reddit, what's the most delusional thing you've seen a parent do? I work in a daycare and for three months, this one dad would come in and yell at us that his kid wasn't potty trained yet. The kicker of the entire thing was that his kid wasn't even two. I used to teach children's art classes. One girl turned up and shyly said hi to me. Her mom got cross with her and sternly made her go back outside so that she could re-enter the room and make an impression. The girl came back and gave me a nice big fake smile and wave and loudly said hello. The mother also spent way too much time making sure I realized that they lived in a very rich suburb and went to a very elite private school. I just feel bad for the kid having to deal with a mom like that. I'm not a teacher, but I'm sure if the teacher in question was a Redditor, my story would be here. My primary school taught Chinese. My mom has very strong opinions towards Asians, so much so that she refused to let me participate in these lessons. The school said they weren't going to employ someone to sit in a classroom and supervise me while all the other students had the Chinese lesson. So my mom did it. Once a week throughout grades one to seven, all my classmates would go to another classroom for their lesson, while I would stay in my classroom with no one but my mom. Did she really not have anything better to do? There's no way my daughter plagiarized. She didn't copy and paste it. She printed it out and retyped every word. That's still... never mind. First day of my mom's kindergarten class in 90s Orange County, a parent says to my mom, My child is going to Harvard. What are you going to do to get him there? Those are some high expectations for a kindergarten teacher. The parents of a high school student who constantly disrespected me and acted up in class believed that if he sat in during my class, his daughter would behave. The father and daughter got into an argument during class and were both asked to leave because they were interrupting the lesson. Great, now there's two of them. Let their kids skip more than a third of the school days, never answered or returned a single call, nor showed up for a single parent conference, and then claim that I should be fired for being a bad teacher when their kid failed. Another teacher I work with has a kid who refuses to come to class or participate unless her parents buy her something each week. The parent always gives in to the bribe, every week, and the kid still sometimes refuses to do anything anyway. My mom is a principal in a not very nice area and has to deal with some pretty rough parents. A couple of months ago, some girl beat the crap out of another girl in the cafeteria. When my mom brought her down to the office, she threatened to fight my mom. So my mom called her mom. Her mom then came in and also threatened to fight her. No fighting occurred. Police were called though. Gee, I wonder where she gets it. I was a para in a special ed classroom. We had one boy with autism who was nine years old. His mom told me one day that it hurts him to poop in the toilet. She would let him poop in his pants. Then she would put the poop in the toilet and his underwear in a bucket of bleach water. He used the bathroom by himself no problem all the time at school. He was clearly not in pain pooping on the toilet. What? Why is this mom being so extra? I worked for a socialization program for children with special needs. I had a mother of a fantastic young boy with severe autism and no verbal skills full out argue publicly with my boss that he needed to be moved to a class with the highest functioning kids. She told us her baby had nothing wrong with him. He's a wonderful kid, but he couldn't handle that much stimuli. He clearly struggled to be able to communicate. I think a fair amount of parents whose children have special needs are really in denial and to the detriment of their children's development. 
We all get blamed for the student's bad grades. Kid had 30 missing assignments. Of course, it's the teacher's fault he's failing the class. Very annoying. Yeah, that's got to be like the default, right? I'm sure you guys get that all the time. I used to be a high school teacher's assistant during the summer. These summer classes were usually taken by students who failed them the first time around. One mother comes up to me at the end of the semester demanding to know how her daughter had failed math a second time. I told her it was because she spent so much of her time socializing and texting on her phone during class, at which point the mom exploded saying that I was lying because her daughter didn't even have a phone and that I was grading unfairly and that her daughter shouldn't be having such a hard time with math. Turns out the daughter had bought a cell phone off a friend and got a pay-as-you-go contract behind her mother's back after she got her phone taken away the first time she failed math. At a statewide convention for middle schoolers that included a talent show, basically a bunch of middle school kids from mostly rural areas doing magic tricks, singing, playing an instrument, signing a song in sign language, and stuff like that. The mother tells her daughter that there might be talent scouts there. The daughter freaks out and bombs her talent. Seriously? What talent scout hits up middle school talent shows? I feel like this would be like a mom from Toddlers and Tiaras or something. A boy took a picture of a special needs girl's butt because her jeans rode down a bit. He passed the picture around the school, which resulted in lots of bullying directed toward the girl. When the boy was suspended, his father appealed the suspension, blamed the school for targeting his child, and threatened to sue. This resulted in the best line I've ever heard from a school principal. Fine, the moment I hear from your lawyer is the moment you'll be reading the charges I'll be filing on your son. Yeah, dad, don't push it. Your son's getting off pretty light here considering. My mom is a special education teacher. She's seen numerous parents try to force their kids into special education classes just because they wanted the disability check that comes with it. It's absolutely disgusting. I was working with a class of gifted high school students taking a summer course. During a field trip, one of my students needed to go to a doctor's appointment and would be picked up early by her parents. The only way to contact the group on the field trip was my cell phone, so the parents got my personal number. In the week left in the summer course, I received 23 text messages and 15 calls asking why their 10th grade daughter had not called them back. What? Why do you have anything to do with that? Principal here, had a kid who was gifted and who almost died at birth. Mom felt super guilty, and as a result, she wouldn't dare do or say anything to upset him. So the kid ran the show. The kid got other kids and teachers in trouble by lying, then would tell his mom some story and she would come sailing in to his defense. Even said things like, her son would never lie. Anyway, the year in my school was a gong show. After that year, the kid convinced his mother that the whole school was full of bullies, mean teachers, and an incompetent principal. They withdrew him and put him in a private school. Good move. I caught a girl cheating by writing formulas on her hand. She told the dean and her mother that that was how she studied, and she'd forgotten to wash it off. Mom believed her and set up a conference with me to explain. The dean did not, and she got a Saturday school. Think breakfast club. Dance teacher here. 
I had a parent pull her three-year-old daughter out of a dancing concert, which she had paid roughly $300 in performing costs and $250 in tuition, all because her child's class were cast as the mice from Cinderella and not as the mermaids from The Little Mermaid. The mouse costumes were beautiful pink and gray glitter tutus and were classed as the cutest performance of the night. After she heard the reviews, she tried to get us to stage the concert again so her daughter could perform. Talk about a world revolves around me concept. My mother was a lunch lady when I was in kindergarten, and there was a girl who was morbidly obese in my class. She couldn't walk from the classroom to the lunchroom without getting sick from the physical activity. My mom and some of the other lunch ladies started tweaking the menu when she got in line to have the healthier options out for her to eat. Her mother caught wind of this and started packing her lunch, always with cookies and Twinkies and soda. I don't know how as a parent you can allow your child to live like that, to encourage it. I'm not saying don't give your kids treats, but how do you let it get to that point? If it's kindergarten and this is already an issue, then yeah, there's a problem that you need to address. Mom, you're not helping anything. You're actively making the process worse and getting in the way of those who are trying to help and care about your child's health. I was a student, but dealt with a crazy parent. Mom of a classmate complained that I missed over 50% of the class and received an A, but their kid, who only missed one day, failed. She tried to get me suspended when she saw that her son wasn't going to be passed. I had to go to a parent-teacher conference consisting of my classmate, his mom, me, and the admins for two whole weeks during lunches to try and explain to this lady that I wasn't going to be failed. I teach elementary French, and as a treat at the end of the month, the kids get to watch a little bit of a movie, in French. So I sent home a notice to parents to let them know this was the plan, and give them an idea of some of the shows I was thinking about. One of them was Beauty and the Beast. Shortly after I sent this notice home, one of the parents emailed me to tell me why they were fine with most of the choices, but didn't want their daughter watching Beauty and the Beast. There was no explanation for why. I've been told by the other teachers that this girl's parents are kind of bizarre and have heard a couple of stories in the few months I've been there. They're a highly religious family and don't want their children exposed to anything they deem inappropriate. What's inappropriate about Beauty and the Beast? Are you going to turn around and say that all the furniture moving around and having life is ungodlike or something? I, I don't understand your argument here. I saw a parent rip an evolution poster from the wall, claiming that it impacted her religious freedom. I had no idea evolution and religion are in a battle to the death. My first parent conference in 2005, the mom brings a large cardboard box full of hand lotion and a doctor's note for her student. The doctor's note states that the student is to use the restroom each class period as needed. The large cardboard box full of hand lotion is for the son's insatiable desire to take care of himself. Six months into my first year teaching, this kid asked to use the restroom. I allow him, and while he's in the restroom, he scales a 10-foot cinder block wall into the ceiling tiles and tries to cross over to the women's restroom. He uses a pencil to poke holes into the ceiling tiles so he can peek into the women's restroom stalls. Eventually, his weight caused him to fall through the tiles and he impacts the support walls of two stalls. The end result? Broken clavicle and humerus, separated shoulder, torn ligaments and knee, and severe concussion. After the incident, the student was expelled from school and enrolled in outdoor programs. What kind of doctor gives your kid a note for that?
I'm still in student teaching, but when I was in high school, students could rent a MacBook for the school year. You filled out a contract and weren't allowed to replace certain parts or install certain things. Naturally, one kid I was acquainted with who constantly bragged about getting around the rules got caught and was to have his school-issued laptop revoked for the rest of the school year, as well as be suspended for a short amount of time. His mom stormed in, made the assistant principal cry in her surrounded by windows office, and the kid showed up two days later with his laptop back. It wasn't a question if the kid could afford a laptop without the school's reduced rental price. He had numerous desktop computers and a personal laptop. Honestly, this story just makes me feel bad for the assistant principal. Some parents can just be the worst when it comes to their kid. One time, a kid got into a fight with another kid in the hallway. He got this kid on the ground and started kicking the crap out of him. As he was kicking, his sneaker flew off and got stuck in the ceiling tiles. As I'm leaving school for the day, he's standing with his mother in the front office, and she's screaming at the poor principal because her son only had one shoe. What, does she think the principal confiscated one shoe? A couple hired me to teach their 13-year-old overweight daughter to ride a bike, a deal to which she only agreed if they bought her a $450 bike. They did. During the lesson, she sat down and pouted and refused to do anything. I still got paid. Special education teacher here. A parent recently told me that they believe their son shouldn't be sped by middle school, if I'm doing my job right. Their son is nonverbal and severely autistic. It just made me sad. I think this comes back to one of our previous posters' comments about some of these parents just being in denial, unfortunately. I teach in Japan, and in Japan, a parent has to voluntarily put their child in special needs classes. If they don't, the student must take normal classes with every other student. I can't tell you how many times I've seen children with severe learning disabilities be forced to sit in a normal class they can't understand, all because a parent is in denial or ashamed that their child isn't normal. Ugh, sounds like we're going to have a lot of these, aren't we? My wife teaches, and I'm her assistant. I help with grading papers, posting grades, classroom help with computers. She teaches special ed, mostly with inner-city children who have never been able to learn to read. She can teach anyone to read. Three years ago, she was working with a boy who was in 7th grade and unable to read. After a few months, she got him up to 3rd grade level. Then, his mom came to the school very angry. You gotta stop this, or I'm gonna lose his learning disability check if they find out he can read. Mind your own damn business. Oh my god, is this really that popular of a thing? Right now, parents think excused absences means the student doesn't have to make up work. I've had four parents call me in the past week calling me out for their kids' grades being lowered, all because they didn't do the makeup work and got a zero. Their only argument is, well, it's an excused absence. Preschool teacher here. One year, I had a set of twins with some serious behavioral problems. They wouldn't do anything we wanted them to. They participated in nothing and did only what they wanted to do when they wanted to do it. Cleanup time? My dad says that I shouldn't have to clean up because I'm not a girl. WTF? Did he really just say that? 
Yes, every single class. There were many, many conferences with the parents. The dad insisted the kids were fine and they could do what they wanted. We'd explain that in order for us to teach them anything, including how to behave appropriately in a classroom setting before kindergarten next year, he'd have to tell them to listen to us. But he felt that his four-year-old boys shouldn't listen to any woman, including their own mother, who had so little control over them that she never took them out of the house, which she reported they had completely destroyed. Their behavior was so terrible that we assumed they were on the spectrum before we spoke with their dad, and maybe they were, but mostly, they'd been raised to believe that women are never in a position of authority, and the worst part, they had a younger boy and another on the way, that poor woman. Her husband had completely hobbled her ability to raise them while leaving her to raise them alone while he worked. They told the director they were moving back to the Middle East just before she kicked them out for being utterly unmanageable. Oh, it really sounds like this father's raising these kids to be a couple of little hellions. I had a parent ask what I taught the kids about Martin Luther King Day because his kid came home and said that white people hate black people. Of course I didn't tell your first grader that. Racism is in the second grade curriculum. My friend is a 6th grade teacher. The way her middle school works is that she's in charge of a class of about 25 kids. She teaches them a few subjects. I know math, science, and reading and spelling. She then switches with her partner teacher to teach his kids the same subjects while he does social studies and whatever other subjects there are with her class. Not too long ago, kids in her class began to complain that things were missing from their desks. They were able to keep the things they didn't need for their lessons in the other room in their desks. Whole lunches turned up missing, all in the vicinity of this one boy. Her partner eventually caught him with something that was reported missing, and the principal made him empty his pockets. He was stealing everything. They were lenient with him, only sternly warning him not to do it anymore. The next time, they called the school security officer in to speak with him and sent a note home to his parents. The third time, they gave him in-school suspension and called his parents for a conference. His dad apparently flipped out on the phone saying that his son did nothing wrong and that he knew what they were doing. Turns out, the boy was telling his parents that his teachers were planting the stolen items on him to get him in trouble, and his parents believed this. My poor friend is so frustrated, even though he's not technically in her class, and she's been trying to get him and his parents to speak with the social worker, but it's been to no avail. Kid sounds like an early kleptomaniac or something. A mother from the PTA offered to buy the food for the teacher luncheon during their workshop day. She went out and bought the food, and when she turned in the receipts to be reimbursed, we noticed the bottoms were torn off. It just so happens this is where the payment information is. What ended up happening is that this lady bought food with her EBT card and had the school refund her in cash for what she bought. So basically, the school was converting her EBT money into cash to spend on whatever she wanted. I once saw the parents of a football player have a stern talk with the coach because his son wasn't the starting inside linebacker. Part of what made it delusional is that his son was starting at outside linebacker, so he was already getting more playing time than the 30 or so other players that didn't have a starting role. What made it even more delusional was that the guy's son was essentially playing inside linebacker anyways. We ran a 40 base defense under the look of a 4-3 defense. That means that before every play, our strong safety moves into the outside linebacker role, and one of the outside linebackers becomes an inside linebacker. I don't know football at all, but it sounds like this dad already had what he wanted. 
I had an undergrad student sleep through my cell biology lab classes where the majority of their project is meant to be self-motivated. As the teacher's assistant, I teach techniques, but I'm not meant to do the project for them. At the end of the semester, this kid was failing, and I got an email from his mother telling me that clearly I wasn't doing my job because her son couldn't possibly be failing my lab. I responded by recommending he get a full 8 hours of sleep a night when retaking the course the following year. Back when I was doing my practice teaching, I sat in on a parent-teacher interview between my supervising teacher and the parent of a child who had an exceptionality. The interview was fairly standard, with the teacher showing the parents a few samples of the student's work, commenting on how well the 17-year-old was getting at printing his name, and how he was doing well remembering a few details from fairy tales and the like. It was not until the parent asked the teacher what university program his child should take that I realized how clueless the parent was. The student could neither read nor write and had been in special education classes for all of his schooling. University was not in the cards for this one. While teaching first grade, I came across a girl that had already been held back in kindergarten, but was still failing in the first grade. She couldn't read, never did her homework, and never put any effort into catching up with her classmates. One day, out of the blue, she told me that if the school tried to hold her back again, her mother had told her that they would just move back to the last state they lived in. It infuriated me that even in the first grade, her mother had already instilled the idea in this little girl that she could run away from any problem. Problems, and that would be easier than putting forth any effort. The girl did move back to that other state before the year was over, and I think about how hard her life is going to be as she grows up with that mentality. Another case of the parents just not doing the child any favors. You gotta teach the kid to put in a little effort sometimes. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.